Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. It is an honor to be tuning in with you here today. And as always, it's me, your host, Anastasia Burtnick. So I want to talk about what you're going to do with the year 2022. We have had an incredibly difficult, in so many ways, uh, past two years. And the biggest thing that I hear from people, especially clients that I've done healing work with, is that their lives are put on hold. They can't dream, they can't plan for the future, they can't move forward. And in some ways, that's absolutely true. There are things that are put on hold. There are things that you can't quite plan for. But you also have so many things that are available to you that you can do. You know, I I mean, at this point in time, I don't, I can't remember if I've said this in previous podcasts, but I, I truly still feel and spirit has shown me that by June of this year, all of this is going to be gone and done. All of it's going to be gone and done. And we're, and um, I, March is going to be an interesting month. I think there's going to be a lot of kind of like a breath of relief in March and then the rest will be done by June, which in some ways sounds like awful. Like how am I supposed to handle another like six months of this? And, you know, in, in some places, like if you're listening from the States, for example, you might already be in one of those places where freedom is just a thing again. And, and you're not having to deal with restrictions and mandates and oppression and tyranny and all of this. Um, but like here in Canada, where I live, it's awful. I mean, if you're, if you're unvaccinated or you don't want to show proof of your, your, well, basically your, your private medical information, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to the gym, you can't go all these places. And I do have to say, I've been blessed to, um, cause I will not support places that support segregation period. Um, so it doesn't matter what, what my back status is, but I have been blessed to have places, um, here where I can go and go to a gym that is not discriminating and I don't have to show my medical information to, or there's a couple of restaurants here. Um, so I've had these small pockets of normalcy that have been such a blessing. And I have a whole freedom community, which has been an even, God, an even, even more of a blessing because it has shown me where the support is. And I've never felt alone during all of this. And the, the relationships that I have built and fostered over this time are just such gifts. So that was a bit, that was a bit of a tangent, but that's okay. Um, you know, we, we ask ourselves, how can we keep doing this? And, you know, a lot of the people that I work with too, 
their their business owners or their parents and their kids are are really struggling because I mean here again you can't take your kids out anywhere if you're not showing your medical status um, and you your kids can't participate in so many activities unless even now they ha- are showing their medical status um, and i.e proof of vaccination. So, you know, it's really difficult because there's a lot of, there's a lot of kids that don't have their shots or their parents aren't, again, aren't comfortable disclosing medical status and and nobody should have to do that. Like that is absolutely ridiculous. And it's hard because especially when you're younger, you look and and you see all the things that you're going to miss out on. And even as an adult, you see typically all the things that you're missing out on instead of looking at what is possible. You know, right now it is a pandemic that is keeping us in this state of stagnancy, if you will, that, that has us feeling like we can't plan for the future. Like we can't, I mean, we can't dream, we can't move forward and we're just stuck. We don't know what is the right choice. Do I leave Canada? Do I leave the other country that I'm living in? Do I go somewhere else? What is the right choice? How do I continue running a business? How do I continue doing all of these things? Can I have a family? You know, these are, these are all questions that are coming up because in normal times, the answers probably would have been no brainers to you, but now because you're operating from this state of almost consistent fear, even if you aren't fully fearful, like if you're not fully like biting onto the narrative, there's still fear seeping in and you have to be very aware of that. And it can be very difficult to plan your life and to live life. Now, right now, it's, it's the pandemic that is keeping you in this state, but it doesn't like, just because the, the pandemic is doing it right now is not really an excuse for you to not move forward because there could be something else coming down the road and there's always obstacles and challenges. And yes, this is a significant obstacle and challenge but it's not the be all end all. You know, when I was still in the military and got injured and I then developed a a full body chronic pain condition, my fatigue is like was, and that's something I'm still battling with a little bit, but it it was through the roof. Um, I lost my life while I was living because there were days, so many days I couldn't get out of bed. My depression was at its its highest point where I wanted to end my life every day. Um, you know, I, I truly did in so many ways, lose my life while I was living. And I had a choice back then, and it was essentially change or die. And I obviously took the change route because I started educating myself I, I learned spiritual teaching. I, I went deep into, into spirituality. I started learning about energy healing. I have done groups and, and, and seminars and, and, and everything and courses about like the psychosomatic connection and how your brain sends signals to your body. Um, 
telling it to, to feel certain things and uh, like how your nervous system can be oversensitized and all of, all of these different things. I, I spent so much time learning that. And then I went into the coaching and, and actually went into my own energy healing. So not just learning about it, but actually becoming a practitioner. Um, so there's so many moving parts here, but I couldn't do back then what I wanted to do. And, and had you asked me really in like 2016, which is kind of the peak of everything for me, if I wanted to still stay in the military, a strong part of me said yes, because I wanted my military career. It's, it's something that I never thought that I would be without there. There's a very small part of me that thought like eventually down the road, 10 years, 15 years, maybe I'd be doing something else as well as military, um, and kind of become just part-time rather than than being on full-time contracts. But I never pictured it not being in my life. And because my, I essentially couldn't, like, I couldn't work. I could, I could barely do things around the home. I mean, I'm surprised my relationship held on the way that it did, but I, it wasn't without damage. Um, yeah, I, yeah. And I lost my life while I was living and I had to do things that I could do rather than focus on everything I can't do. Cause I, I couldn't work in the military anymore. It took two years for me to officially be released, but I couldn't do my primary duties. I couldn't even drive by my actual work building without having a severe anxiety attack. I had to choose something different and I had to come to terms with it. And let me be very clear. It was a difficult process. I went through a huge identity crisis because everything that I thought I was, every single label I'd put on myself, which really, uh, those were a series of unhealthy labels because I was looking at essentially what, what I did as my worth and my value and who I was. So the military and that entire persona gave me value. The work that I did within it gave me value. The, the way I showed up in the world gave me value. And when I couldn't do those things anymore, I had no value and I was just a burden. So you can see that it, it was this this huge identity crisis. And I had to figure out who I actually was without all of these labels. And it took a while. It did. Um, I also did a lot of it alone until probably about 20, 2018 is when I started getting more support for everything. Um, and then everything accelerated, which was a godsend. But for the, the first part of it, I did everything alone and I, I really struggled through things, but it's okay. Cause it gave me a lot of knowledge. And the point that I'm getting at here is whether it's a pandemic or clandemic, whether it is an injury, whether it's an illness, whether it's losing someone you love or, or declaring bankruptcy or having financial troubles or whatever it is. There is always going to be something that can potentially hold you back, that can potentially hold you in this state of limbo. And I'm very, I am very familiar with the state of limbo because like I said, it took me two years before, um, actually just a little over two years before I officially released. And I felt like I couldn't move forward 
those were also some of my choices. And again, I learned a lot from that, but I, I felt like I couldn't move forward. I couldn't plan. I, I couldn't do anything. And I was so afraid to have joy and love and success and health and, and move forward in my life because I didn't want to lose the safety that I had. And I didn't want to rock the boat per se. Now this, again, this applies to every area of your life and no matter what, again, whether it's an illness, injury, pandemic, whatever it is, there is always going to be something that can serve to hold you back if you let it. Now, during my time in many ways, yeah, I let it hold me. I let it hold me back. And also I had to, in order to legitimately save my life, I had to shift my focus to what I could do to move forward. You have that ability now. You have that ability now because you know what? Right now we're dealing with a pandemic. Very, very high chance we're going to be dealing with climate change crisis coming up in the future. There's always going to be agendas and problems and things at play. There's always going to be things that are out of your control, but what you can control is you. You can always control you. Your reactions, your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, how you respond, you can control you. And you know, it can feel devastating to feel like you can't move forward. Maybe you can't do the things specifically that you wanted to do. Maybe you wanted to go travel Europe and right now it just doesn't make sense. Maybe you wanted to travel across Canada and you're not allowed on a freaking Canadian plane. There's other options. If you really want to travel, I mean, you can drive. If you are waiting for that Europe trip, well, then you're going to have to wait. But what can you fill your life with in the meantime? If you wanted to make moves with your business, but you're not sure if you're even going to stay in Canada, what can you focus on in the meantime? What would happen if you kept building that business? What happened? What would happen if you kept moving forward with your plans? The, the worst that would happen is you invest more time and money into your own success. And then maybe you sell, maybe, maybe you sell your business. Maybe you make shifts so that you can move it online. Maybe you make shifts so that the, the services that you offer changes so that you're more flexible so that you can do it no matter where you go. You know, any choice you make, you're not stuck in it. You're not stuck in that choice. So would you rather sit here and look at everything you're missing out on, or would you rather just make choices to move forward and have trust and have faith that it'll work out? And, you know, this idea of having trust and faith that it'll work out, it doesn't mean necessarily that it'll work out the way that you want it. You know, something that I always talk about when it comes to manifestation is this or something better, because what you are 
ideally picturing, what you're ideally wanting, you are wanting it from your scope of understanding and your, your mind and your perceptions from where you are right now. And that's how you're wanting things. Now, when it comes to manifestation, you might not be fully aligned with the scope that you're wanting. And there might be something better out there for you. And it doesn't mean that what you want is wrong. It just means that it might not work out exactly how you picture, but it will work out. You know, sometimes, I mean, spirit, spirit is a, is a divine intelligence. We are working with truly just the divine and the divine is this energy of all knowing and all encompassing everything. And when it comes to life plans, and, and things that are meant to happen to us or come to us, the lessons that we're meant to learn. We don't always know what's best for us. We can have an idea and that's good. And you should have an idea, but we don't always know exactly what's going to come our way. You know, I was talking about this the other day with one of my clients. Um, so the house that we purchased, so we, we bought it two years ago and, you know, what I had on my list for manifestate or manifest, wow, I can't talk manifesting a house. I mean, ideally I wanted, I was looking at the list and it was like 1600 square feet. And I think four bedroom. And I mean, also, I wanted it in a mountain whistler, like, or some kind of area like that. And there was a, there's a whole bunch of, of things that I, that I checked off. Now the house that we bought and we fell in love with is in Winnipeg. And obviously it's not in Whistler. It's not in a mountain. It's in a flat prairie in the middle of the city, but it was perfect for us at the time. And it's still at this point in time, perfect for us. It was exactly what we needed. You know, it ended up being very close to the square footage. Like it was 1475 and it has three super large bedrooms and ones with the two up here. I mean, one's my office and meditation room. So it has like these extra little rooms kind of built into it, which is really cool. Um, so much functional space. And we didn't want something that was already done. We wanted something that we could work on and put our energy and our souls into, um, and our hearts into, and we found that and it was perfect. It was perfect. And I'll be honest, we saw this house kind of as a joke because we were looking at other houses and this was a, this was a house that we saw to fill time. Um, it was, it's on a corner on a slightly busier street, but it has like these bushes around the front that makes it super private. Um, you know, I never would have said, yes, that's the house. Like I want to actually look at that house, but we were just like, man, why not? Let's, let's look at it. And it ended up being perfect. 
the, the energy was beautiful in it. Just everything about it was perfect. Had I really stuck to what I thought I wanted. And, and even though obviously we were looking for houses in Winnipeg and not Whistler kind of thing, um, we were looking at kind of houses that were more aligned with the idea that we had like on paper. And while this was very close again, it, it wasn't what made sense on paper. So had I been very attached to it, I would have missed out on this beautiful home and this opportunity. And like I said, it was perfect for us. And it was very, very spirit led. And because I allowed myself to be led and just to be open and that, and that's the thing is being open because I allowed myself to be led, to be open. We found this perfect house and like price, everything, everything was just so great. And somebody even offered higher price than us, but we had more flexible possession. So we got it and just everything worked out perfectly. Now that is what you want to do. And that's the kind of energy that you want to have when you're looking at manifesting at planning your life, you know, what's right for you and what's actually perfect for you. Spirit knows, and it might be a little bit different than what you're thinking and feeling. And the thing is, is that, I mean, worst case, had we bought this house and then found out that, you know, it really wasn't the right fit. We can sell it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're not stuck with any of the choices you make. Cause if you make a choice and then you, number one, you're going to grow out of that choice at some point. And whether it's a big grow out, like you're going to leave that choice or you're going to make a major shift or minor shift at some point, you're going to outgrow that choice you made. So then you make another choice and you make another choice. So you are never stuck. You always have the ability to make another choice. And knowing that you have that power, you can move forward. Now the, you know, the other thing, a, a lot of, a lot of my, a lot of my clients have thought, what, like, should I leave Canada? What should I do? Is it, is it time to just pack up and leave? I don't really want to leave because I like it here, but I don't like it here right now because it is an absolute tyrannical shit show <laughs> to say the least. Um, but they, they ask like, should I leave? What should I do? So I can't ever tell you the answer that's right for you, but what I can do is ask you, what are your motives behind it? If you're wanting to leave Canada, are you wanting like, Are you wanting to leave because things are uncomfortable right now? Or are you wanting to leave because you actually want to leave? We are so resistant to being in feelings of discomfort because obviously it's not comfortable. You can feel pressured. You can feel off. You can feel ungrounded. But the more that you allow yourself to find grounding and stability, the more that you can then make decisions from a place 
that is actually in alignment with you versus being out of fear and, and being out of those ungrounded, uncomfortable feelings. Always look when you're, when you are wanting to make a change, always look at the motivation behind it and the underlying energy thoughts and feelings behind it. You know, there's part of me that, I mean, I've thought about leaving to Texas or Florida, but I also know that that's not the right path for me. Would it be easier? Yeah, maybe in some ways. Cause I mean, it's so free down there, but I also know that I am meant to be here right now. I'm not even meant to be in BC right now at some point. Yes. Or in some mountains, but not right now. Right now I'm meant to be here in Winnipeg. And part of me is frustrated at that because I mean, it it would be easier and freer and there's so many more opportunities elsewhere, but there's also a lot of opportunities here. And from a, from a soul perspective, I am meant to be here right now because I'm doing a lot of work with the local community as well as just people all around the world, especially with healing and coaching and, and supporting people through all of this that they're going through and, and to actually create the lives that they want and deserve. So, you know, it's, it's interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine, I actually had her on the podcast uh, a, a long time ago, episode five, I think with Steph. And we were talking about the fact that here in Manitoba, especially, we are probably the least woke province. There's a lot of very single-minded people here and they don't like to grow. They don't like to change. It's, there is a a very strong current of, of that energy here and you can feel it. If you've been anywhere else and then you kind of come back to Winnipeg, you can feel it. It's not to say that Winnipeg's bad or Manitoba is bad. It's, it just is what it is. There's a lot of history here and trauma and, you know, things that keep the people that live here as a, as a collective in a certain energy. And, you know, we were, we were talking back and forth about why are we here right now? Why are we here in, in this energy? And, and truthfully it's to help and heal and awaken people. And there is a, a, a surprising amount of incredibly strong healers, mediums, light workers here in Manitoba. And yeah, it's not to say that they're not elsewhere too, but there is a very, a very strong community here of that. And it's, it's so interesting that again, we are here because this is, this is where we're meant to be. And this is where we're meant to affect change at this point in time. And that's why we were born here or moved here. Despite the almost energetic differences between where we are at currently and where Manitobans are at as a collective. And I say that because we're not better than anybody else. It's just, we have different knowledge and that's truthfully what it is. It's not a contest of being better or not. So 
look at the motivations and the energy behind the decisions you're wanting to make. If you're not wanting to plan for the future, now granted, there may be some things that you cannot do at this point in time. And and that you just have to accept that reality as it is right now, but it will shift. But the things that you can do that you're holding off on, why are you holding off? Is it because it's actually not the right time or is it because you're in fear? If you make a decision, do you feel like you're going to be stuck here? Because that's based in fear. That's based in lack. And, you know, you have this beautiful ability to take advantage of the things that you wouldn't necessarily do if you were living your normal life right now. You know, when I got injured, I, I mean, I should have realistically with, with everything that I've been through, I should have been in, in therapy long before that long before surgery in 20, the 2016 thing. Cause 2017 is when I finally did started doing a lot of, um, like therapy and self-care and, and healing work. So back then, had it not been for the injury, I like I never went to, never had therapy, nothing like that. I didn't value self care. Never even had a massage in my life. Now I go every two weeks. Um, you know, I didn't have time to do things around the home or to experience life. It was like work and sleep, and I really didn't. I really didn't live. It was, I was just repeating these patterns over and over and over again and the injury and and surgery and then the chronic pain and the depression, it was horrible. And it was also a blessing because it gave me the ability to live life differently. I could have sat in it and stayed stuck in it and not, not made choices to heal myself and to change the way that my mind worked and, and everything like that. But I did, I, I took advantage of the fact that I had the time to finally take care of myself for the first time. And it has now shaped how I live my life and how I take care of myself moving forward. It has shaped how I will take care of myself and take care of children in the future. It has shaped how I take care of my partner it has shaped how I live my life and the things that I, I want to enjoy, the things that I want to have in my life, and the things I don't want. It has shaped all of that. And had I not been injured, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to look at all of these other things that I get to do. So if you are feeling like you are in a state of limbo, like you can't move forward, and again, can you truly not move forward? And if you can't, that's fine. But are there places where you're just holding yourself back? Or is it like you actually can't make that choice right now? 
Because if you're just holding yourself back, you can make those choices and you can move forward. And the, the, the places where, you know, maybe you used to curl every weekend and, and now you're not allowed to, unless you disclose your vaccination status, maybe you played sports, maybe you, um, I don't know, flew every weekend somewhere, whatever it is. So maybe there's things you can't do right now. So what are you going to do instead to enrich your life and fill up that time? Are you going to allow yourself to rest if you've never learned to rest before? Are you going to start taking care of your, your body, mind, and soul? Are you going to educate yourself, read books? Are you going to listen to podcasts? Are you going to go to a healer? Are you going to get yourself a, a life coach? Are you going to start a passion project that you've never had time for that you have time for now? What are you going to do to enrich your life? It honestly sucks. Like it honestly sucks when you can't do the things that you originally wanted to do. And when plans change and you are in that limbo state, but you can either take advantage of it or you can wallow in it and wallowing in it will get you to exactly where you are now, six months from now, a year from now. And every single time a challenge comes up, whether it's within yourself, whether it's external, you're going to go back into that wallowing limbo state, or you can start learning to overcome it. You can take advantage of what you do have, the other opportunities that are now open to you because there is space in your life. And when quote unquote life goes back to normal, which we're never going to go back to the old status quo. You know, we are, we are truly creating a new, a new and, and better earth in so many ways. Um, and, and people are awakening and growing and, and coming back to spirit and simplicity. And there's, there's so many beautiful things happening. So we're not going to see normal the way that we understood it before, but it's also not going to be this insane shit show. This is not the new normal, but you, you have this ability to, you know, do all of these things that you didn't have time for before. And then as our energy shifts and continues to heal, as we, as we finish off this pandemic, and as all of these things happen, you can then take what you are doing now and incorporate it into your life moving forward. Because as soon as quote unquote life goes back to normal, you don't have to drop everything that you did. You don't have to drop rest. You don't have to go back into old destructive patterns. You can still have a little bit of the old and incorporate the new and create a new way of living your life. And this is the beauty of it. Like you have so many opportunities to learn lessons and to change things right now. You don't have to be stuck. And if you are stuck, I'm going to be very blunt with you. That is your choice. And you can choose to not be stuck and to do different things. And the choices that you make, make them from a place of trust and alignment. 
trusting that everything's going to work out in the highest and best good, even if it's a little bit different than what you pictured. And, you know, sometimes we get opportunities that we never would have imagined that we would have. And trusting spirit can sometimes feel insane, truly insane. You know, I've, I've been coaching for a few years now and healing for two, one, I don't know, two years, I think. Anyway, um, you know, with, with the coaching and, and healing would be two years. Yeah. Um, with coaching and, and healing, you know, I had to give so much trust to spirit. And the more that I trusted, the more things would work out. And, you know, I, my first paying client, cause I worked a lot for free. My first paying client was a cat. I had just had this inkling to offer healing services for animals. And I still have it available. It's one of my a la carte services, but that was my first official paying client was a cat. And it was, had I not followed that crazy intuition, I was like, okay, spirit, I'm going to do it. People are asking me for it. Okay. I don't know. Follow that. I don't know what would have opened up. I mean, eventually something probably would have, but I followed this, what felt to me like this insane oddball path of healing animals. And then what that did is it, it's like, it opened the floodgates for me. And I had a lot of a lot of money beliefs and, and patterns and things to heal. So that this was significant and just trusting in spirit and trusting the fact that I was going to offer an animal healing. And my first paying client was a cat. I mean, obviously the owner paid, but it was a cat. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it opened the floodgates for me and it, it really led me down like such deep spiritual paths of healing and helping people and, and just of trust in what I was being guided to. And it felt to me like I was being guided to take a step where there was no step for me to land on, but I took that step and the step appeared. And that's often what it feels like. It's like you are walking up this, this staircase. And sometimes that, that next stair is not visible until you step and then you step onto it and then things make sense. So sometimes you almost have to have this, just this blind trust and surrender. And that does come with practice and it comes with honoring your intuition and what your soul is calling you to do. So that like that niggling feeling that, that need that burning inside of you to do something So you start taking steps in that direction to whatever that something is, even if you don't know, you'll still take steps into it. But if you just have these feelings and then you sit there and do nothing, that's going against your soul. So that's, that's not where that trust comes from. So the more that you go into those feelings of just, "Mm, yep, this feels right. I don't know what it is. 
I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it feels right. So I'm just going to trust it. That feeling is going to really deepen your ability to trust, to have faith, to surrender, and to understand that you are supported by spirit. And, you know, you know, I grew up religious. Um, I grew up, uh, well, I was baptized Catholic and then converted over to Orthodox whole thing there. Um, and I always had this idea, like my, my understanding was like, God was this dude sitting on a cloud. What kind of like watching down, judging you, controlling your life that kind of thing. And my understanding now is, is, and it, it, that never felt right to me. That's just kind of what I was told essentially in, in my, in my child brain. Um, and now my understanding of spirit is that spirit is just so vast and so intelligent and multidimensional and, and powerful that spirit can truly have a a huge effect on you as a singular person in your everyday life. You know, it kind of felt to me before with, with the way that I understood God and and religion growing up. And I mean, there's a lot of wounds there, but it felt to me like, how could God just help one person? Like, how does, how does, he have the time for that. But with my understanding now, the, the amount of energy and the interconnectedness and the ability for spirit, the divine God source, like by whatever name you call it, creator, that energy, that support, that spirit has the ability to touch everyone at the same time because it is this deeply divine intelligence that has energy that is limitless. And sometimes it can feel crazy for our heads to wrap that around, but, or or to wrap our heads around that. But that's, that's truly what it is. And the more that you understand that, and the more that you feel that in your everyday life, and again, you have to start trusting your own soul, your, your own guidance, your intuition, the more that you will develop and, and feel that connection to that trust. And that will help guide your life. So again, you do not have to stay in a state of limbo because whether it is a pandemic, whether it is something else, there will always be a state of upheaval in life. There will be periods of bliss and ease, and then there will be periods of upheaval, but you can always find bliss and ease and peace and joy, love in those pockets of upheaval. You get to choose that. So make the choice. You can choose to stay in limbo. You can choose to stay stuck and worried about everything you can't do. 
or you can move forward. And if you can't put your focus into one area, put it into other areas. Where can you move forward in other areas of your life? And know that whatever choices you make and however you move forward, you are not stuck. You are not stuck. You can always move. You can always make a different choice. You can sell things. You can do whatever you need to do. You are not stuck. You have a choice. You have the ability to live your life. You have the ability to choose again. You have the ability to shift. And just think about how many times you've shifted in your life already. Whether it's big or small, you have made shifts, probably ones that weren't necessarily planned, but you figured it out. And you can figure it out now because the power is within you to figure it out. The power is within you to live your life the way that you want to live it. You know, despite everything going on over the past two years, there are times, yeah, that I have not felt free, but there are more times when I have felt very free in the face of everyone else's oppression because I choose that. I choose what is important to me. I have seen friends and I have seen family. The only time I haven't is when they don't want to see me. I have fostered deep relationships. I have not let this overtake my life because and now I come from this perspective where I already lost my life once. I'm not willing to lose it again for anything. So I allow myself to live my life and you can allow yourself to do that too. You just got to let go of the fear. And, you know, I say, I say, let go of the fear, but there will always be a little bit of fear. You can't fully get rid of it. It's part of us, but it doesn't have to rule your life. So make choices that are aligned with you, that are aligned with your goals, with your dreams. And if you have to take some side roads to get there, take those side roads and then come back on the main path when it's right. Everything that you do that allows you to move forward is not the wrong choice. It is not a bad choice. And again, you are never stuck. But it's your choice to be stuck or not. So trust in spirit. Develop that foundation. Develop that trust within yourself. Look at the motivations, the feelings, the energy behind the choices that you are thinking of making. Is it from fear or is it from your soul? Does it feel like you're just running away from something because it's uncomfortable or does it feel like it's the right step for you? Discomfort is not a bad thing and we can never avoid it. We're always going to go through uncomfortable situations. And the more comfortable you get with being uncomfortable, the more power that you will have as well. Because you'll gain confidence. And the only way to gain confidence in, the, in, in having uncomfortable situations and sitting in them and facing them and understanding them is with practice. So you have the power. What are you going to choose 
to do with your life? How are you going to choose to live? And where are you going to put your power? Are you going to put it in yourself or are you going to put it on external things? I love you guys. Have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.